from the deep depth of the asylum. This is J-Bomb and Puddy. Save the planet! Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. J-Bomb. Say hello. Hi. My buddy J-Bomb. It is J-Bomb and Puddy. Save the planet. We're back. We are endorsed by Mountain Artist Democracy, official KGX3 podcast. Welcome back. What a crazy episode last week was. It was fun. It was fun. I I love whenever Skinner is on. My Uncle Skinner is on here because you can guarantee that something's going to have to be censored. Yeah. (laughs) Even if he doesn't mean to. Because there there was obviously some censoring in that one. <laughs> but it was good. It wasn't like it wasn't like I was censoring an opinion. It was names and stuff, obviously. So That's what I love about having Skinner on though, and that you know with the whole mad thing, you know. I guess mad fits him because, man, you get him pissed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, that's Mar- that's a Martin thing. I swear. I have that. Uncontrollable anger. Yeah, when whenever I get pissed for sure, oh, forget it. It's Actually, uh, unco- before we jump any further, just a quick update on that situation that we talked about with Skinner last week. Remember, no names. Yes, but Mountain Artist Democracy, the you know he he got on the club chat and he told all the club about it, and the club hounded this company so bad that they messaged Skinner's brother and said, "Hey, call off these Mountain Artist Democracy hounds." We're we're giving up the logo. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm uh, the call to arms thing is cool and all, but I don't know. You know what I mean? You, do you do you kind of understand what I'm saying when it comes to that? Like, I'm, uh, not, I'm not saying. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, they were bad people for using that without permission, but is it really I'm kind of I don't into know. the I'm kind of into the idea of you screw over somebody. I'm gonna tell everybody about it. That's true. So I I, I liked true. it. I had fun with it. That's true. Yeah. And it a, was really it was really funny to see to be fair. And it did have a happy <laughs> ending, you know. It did. Everything's Everything's okay. Um, all things have been settled, so it's literally a thing of the past. And hey, that's what happens whenever you mess with the Martin family. Honestly, yeah. that's what happens when you ma- mess with Mountain Arts Democracy, whether yeah. you agree with it or not. Hey, or you know, I I didn't I don't I, I, I fuck. I'm putting my foot <laughs> in my mouth <laughs> because I agree with it, but I can also see there are not benefits to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I okay. love it that, that we're five minutes in and you're already stuttering. Yeah, because that, that's literally me thinking, like, should I say it? Should I not say it? It's like, I'm fucked if I do, fucked if I don't, and I just confuse myself. Yeah, so, anyways, we have a sidekick again. We didn't call Skinner a sidekick last week, but we have a sidekick. Yeah. We did forget to do that. Among other things, we forgot to do. Uh, we forgot because our special guests are now our sidekicks. And this week, from Game Bros WV on YouTube, 
along with my fellow colleague at West Virginia State University, Seth Farrell, a.k.a. Crow. He was on um, All Things Today with us. And Seth, say what's up, my man. Once again, caca, motherfuckers. <laughs> caca, indeed, motherfuckers. Oh, the man, is it, is, it is good to be back. I, I missed you guys. Ah, we missed you too, man. Yeah, we missed you too. Have fun with you. Yeah, <laughs> always like, a blast. I know it's like one minute we're in an asylum, and now it's like we're trying to save the planet. Okay, yeah. it's funny how things work sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I've always preferred the uh, the superhero side of things. Anyway, like I, it's weird. I'll I'll play video games, and any video game that has a morality system, I can never be the bad guy. <laughs> I can't either. I'm right there with you. Like, I'll I'll do shitty things, but I can never go full... Okay, perfect example. Fable 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll go through the hero route and everything, but when I buy property, I'll jack the prices up on the rent just so I can get as much gold as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I'm good, but I'm kind of corrupted. <laughs> yeah, you're you're being evil, but you're like... An expensive slumlord. Think, yeah. think of it as a chaotic good. <laughs> you, you have you have good intentions, but are just a greedy scumbag. It's kind of like Han Solo from Star Wars. I was about, yeah. to, say, I was about to say Darth Vader, actually. <laughs> yeah, Darth Vader's yeah. another good example, actually. Yeah, that's a really good example. Yeah, Vader was just misunderstood. You know, it, his story is very unfortunate, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. One of my bu- one of my buddies, Chris, actually has a shirt. It's got uh, Vader's helmet on the front of it, and underneath it says Vader was framed. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh I'm my a big gosh! man. So, Putty, what we got on the agenda tonight? I am excited. Let's go through a quick rundown of the show, everybody. So we've done our normal intro stuff. Hello. Hi. We're gonna talk about the NBA 2K20 casino stuff that was literally. Just going on today, just saw stuff about it today. We were recording on Wednesday night, so whenever you saw see this on Saturday, it will be a few days later, so maybe more, probably more details will come out then. Uh, I also got a special treat for these two. I've sent them a YouTube link, and we are going to watch something that I cannot honestly wait to de- describe and tell what it is. <laughs> Looking forward to it. J-Bomb's going to go a little bit on of a rant of the current King of the Ring and how they do not come close to their old-school counterparts. I got a feeling you're and then I, pissed about it than I am. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Because that's genuinely, genuinely what happens on here. Yeah. And then I got some advice for anybody that uses dating apps because I have a favorite dating app, but it's for all the reasons that dating apps shouldn't be. People still use those? For. Shut up. <laughs> no, I mean, like, like, no, that's a legit question because, like, shut up. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah. We'll get into that later. So, get into that when we get into that. Yeah, we'll, which is what yes. dating apps are supposed to be for. Yeah, which some people cannot as easily as others. Yeah, that's why these apps still are can't here. Get into that. I blame West Virginia. I, I blame <laughs> the world. So let's talk about the first thing: NBA Two K Twenty. Has a new trailer out. You know, standard basketball game, you know. Yeah. It's NBA 2K20. I'm looking forward to it. This year they've got the WNBA in, and you could play as both NBA teams and WNBA teams in separate WNBA seasons or NBA seasons, which is awesome. 
I love whenever the games also introduce or reintroduce the women in there because they they deserve something too. Oh yeah. So it's great that 2K is finally doing that. But when they do shit like this, <laughs> literally having slot machines and games in there that look like Plinko from uh, The Price is Right and everything, <laughs> to just basically go towards uh, monetizing stuff for card games and your alt my team or whatever it's called, I get I get a little upset because I want to support this game because I do generally like playing it. Like, I love playing NBA 2K. It's still one of the best uh, sports games out there, even though it has... Of course, sports games get stale very quick, but usually 2K basketball games have been able to keep up, but they have been getting a little stale this in this year. I was hoping they wouldn't do that since they have WNBA coming in and new my career, but it's like they're fine with it as long as they can just push that my team. Push those microtransactions. Okay, so what? So what is this casino mode supposed to do? Because I I don't follow a lot of sports games, honestly. So basically, what they do is what they did do is like loot boxes, which apparently those are back too in NBA. Oh god! But it, but it gives you a chance at better players or more points to get better players and shoes or game plans or coaches and staff and stuff that just makes you have the ultimate my my team it's basically a virtual uh trading card game mm-hmm. so it's like essentially like fantasy basketball in a sense virtually yeah okay you get, you get to create your own team you get cards and stuff and you use your points that you your vc i think it's called usually in 2k I can't remember right offhand, but you use VC to normally get the open these packs and stuff. But you can also buy VC. But you can earn VC and, as well, right? Yeah, you can earn VC. Okay. Yeah, you, you can earn it through playing games or playing the online mode or playing career mode and stuff. But the quickest way people are going to do is through buying it, and I cannot stand that. I am... I'm so fed up with microtransactions in $60 video games. Mm. Now, see, I'm so fed up with, with with DLC and microtransactions. There are some benefits in my opinion, um, depending on what the microtransactions are. Um, a great example. And this goes back a few years actually is when mortal Kombat X first came out. Uh, there was a, I believe $30 option to unlock everything in the crypt. Yeah. Um, now, from somebody that plays a lot of video games in his spare time, I can understand, you know, hey, that's or I forget if it's 30 or 15. It was some weird amount. But anyway, uh, you know, I'm somebody that likes to play through the game and unlock them. However, the YouTuber side of me is like, hey, this game just came out. I want to show off as much content as possible. That's a fast way in order to show people more content rather than just sticking with the base shit. Um, I understand. I understand that, but when it comes to people like producing games and stuff, are they trying to focus more on the YouTubers, or are they trying to focus more on people to actually play their game? Honestly, I feel like it's just them just trying to make a quick buck because it's like, yeah, because there there are going to be people that are too lazy to earn the VC by playing through career mode or exhibition or what have you. 
So they decide to insert these microtransactions with the loot boxes. So that way it's like, hey, kids, want to be a lazy ass piece of shit and not play the game? Gamble it away. (laughs) And that's another problem that I have is the fact that this game is with these obvious like slot machines and Plinko games in this. The game is still rated E for everyone. Kids of any age can get these get can get this game and play slot machines for their favorite NBA stars. Uh, I mean, and, I'm gonna go kind of I'm I'm kind of on the fence on this the way the way the way we're laying it out here. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I am one of those gamers that you know I do like that if I get a game that I like that I can play through it and unlock everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also on the other hand, now that I'm a uh, I'm uh, I got three kids and a job, most of the time I don't have time to even play a fucking game. Um, so like in the Mortal Kombat situation, I believe when they did the, the, now correct me if I'm wrong, when they did the, the crypt thing where you could just pay to unlock everything in the crypt, didn't that come with like a, it was like a season pass offer. It came with that, didn't it? Or did um, you have to buy that separate? The crypt unlock you had to buy separate. It was not included with the season pass. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Now, you know, me considering how much time I actually get to put into games, I can see the point of me being able to put a little money into it and, and go ahead and have it because I ain't got time to unlock it myself. But also, on the other hand, uh, traditional gaming, I, I love being able to unlock it. So, uh, I mean, having having the life that I have and being so busy, I do like the idea I can purchase it. But I don't, I don't like the idea of the only way I can have it is if I purchase it. Completely understand that. For anybody that doesn't have the time that would like to experience the game in full but just doesn't have the time to go through it it, it is a good option to have the pro- the biggest problem i have is for the people that have the time yeah. and that have and but and that have the money to waste and that do waste it that may not even be their money and this company these companies getting thousands of dollars based on just one video game like I get video games take a lot of money to make, and it's not getting any cheaper to make them. But I don't know. Like, I I just wish that wasn't a thing. And another problem I have is, especially when it comes to the trading card aspect, you don't get a trading card. They're supposed to be digital trading cards, basically. But I I, I yeah I. I totally Tra- get trading cards work. Trading cards work because you actually get a thing. Yeah. You actually get a card and can see stats and all that stuff. And you can actually play a game with trading cards. With this, it's digital. You don't see anything. So you don't have anything after your purchase. You- you're just hoping that you know nothing bad happens on cloud servers online and that your stuff is perfectly fine. Yeah. Putty, that actually just gave me a really cool idea since you're talking about trading cards. It would actually be a really cool idea, uh, and this can go for almost any game that involves sports or players or something like that with uh, sports games, but if you could actually trade players with uh, other people online, so it's like, hey man, I got LeBron James, you want to trade for uh, this character, this player? You may be able to do that. Like That would be, honestly, that'd be a cool aspect. That's kind of like a may... draft you could have. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I know you can sell your cards for um certain amount of like in-game points or whatever. I'm not sure if it's VC or if it's something else, but I know you can trade your cards or sell your cards. I don't know if you can trade them because I'm I'm not 100% into 
that portion of NBA 2K. But I I do agree in the sense that that would be cool to be able to trade around the cards you get, but I don't think that's the point. Yeah. And and whenever <coughs> and you can actually use these cards in a game and play with those guys as with your my team, and I think you only have a certain amount of plays with them. Mm. Oh wow! So it's not so it's not like you have because I think it bases on contracts too. Like you have to have contracts for your players as well. Man, and whatever out- whatever happened to the days where you just sat down like NBA Jam and it's like pick your team. Who's here's two players, slam dunk it. I don't I, care. I, yeah. I don't know, dude. Whenever a company's found loopholes into trying to make as much money as possible, I guess. Well that and the advancements in technology, you know, with graphics and all that and the technicality, it's like the more con the more technologically advanced the game is, the more technical it has to be too. Yeah. And some people like will say stuff like, "Well, certain games this is an issue, but it's just cosmetic." At this point, I don't care if it is just cosmetic; it's still an issue, in my opinion, because people are going to spend money or spend thousands or hundreds of hours of their time trying to get something really cool that they want. I would prefer them to do that because you're actually playing the game, but. Today's day and age, people are just going. People just want it now. They want it as soon as it's announced. Oh, yeah. So they're going to probably spend money to get it. And I don't, I don't agree with that at all. Even if it is just cosmetic, but people are going to do it. And it's just, I guess that's just the state of gaming we have to live in now. But I'm not happy with it. Yeah, I, I completely understand. Now, see, my thing is when it comes to stuff that's just cosmetic for the game, I honestly don't mind because. That is technically optional. Yeah, the skin does look cool, but it does not enhance your gameplay, except for it looking aesthetically pleasing. What gets to me with microtransactions is when you have to spend money on items that you can't normally get in the game that uh, allow players to do the, quote, pay-to-win strategy. Um, A lot of mobile games do this kind of crap. Uh, example. Uh, Mobile games are the worst. Yeah, really. But uh, a, g- a good example. Um, it's not the worst example, but just one that instantly comes to mind. Uh, Fallout seventy six. Uh, That's exactly the one I was thinking. Um, there's a lot of cosmetic uh, transactions that you can do by getting atoms, uh, which is the uh, a special currency that you can get in the game to get certain items that uh, like extra costumes. Uh, skins for your power armors, extra stuff that you can add to your camps. It's all purely cosmetic. Um, and there's two ways you can get Adam. You can either actually earn it in-game by doing certain activities, and it'll even give you a list saying this is what you need to do, and this is how many Adams you'll get for completing this activity. Or you can spend real-world money. Now, originally, when Fallout 76 was first announced and it was going through production, they said there wasn't going to be any microtransactions that was going to enhance playability. (laughs) Well, since then, (laughs) there are two items that have been uh, introduced to the Atom Shop, which is a repair kit, which will instantly allow you to repair any weapon or armor on the fly without having to be at a weapons or armor bench. And there is a new one. I forget what it's called because um, it's been a it's been a couple of months since I've actually played 76 again just because I got burnt out on it. It's not a bad game. I just needed to take a break. But essentially what you can do is you can take this item 
and break down all of your junk to where you're not your carry weight isn't as much as what it is normally when your junk items are completely intact. Uh, which normally what you have to do if you want to break down your junk is go to some sort of bench and break it down into materials. Um, now, I don't necessarily think this is game-breaking, but considering that these items, I believe, now don't quote me on this because I haven't done a lot of research on it, considering that these items are not available in-game as far as you being able to find them in the open world and you actually have to purchase them is what I have to deal with. Yeah, like you can't get a repair kit just by collecting craftable objects or whatever. You actually have to make like different tools and stuff or different armors and stuff. You can't have a repair kit unless you buy it. And it's... <sighs> by the way, sorry about that, gentlemen, that I got quiet real quick. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard a knock, a knock on my door in, in the recording at all. But I had to mute my headset because I had a sheriff's officer at my front door just now. Oh, God. What'd you do? What? <laughs> I didn't do anything. They was looking for my neighbor's son. And I was like, dude, you got the wrong house, man. I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sheriff, sheriff comes up. We heard you guys were trying to save the planet. We just wanted yeah. to let you know that we give you your, our support. <laughs> Right, now, now, see, oh here's the God. funny shit. Putty, picture this. You, you've met me mm -hmm. in person. Imagine me opening my door in, in boxers with a headset on, holding a cell phone. <laughs> and my other hand holding my dog, because my dog wants to <laughs> love on this cop. And I'm just like, uh, can I help you? <laughs> well, I know what I'm seeing in my nightmares tonight. Yeah. Well, the cop will, too. He shouldn't have knocked on my door. <laughs> cop opens the door. Uh, can I help you? Uh, yeah. Can you grow an extra foot, please? Um... <laughs> I'm, sure he got, I'm sure he got back to his car and got on the radio and was like, where in the fuck did you guys send me to today? <laughs> <laughs> wow that's really gets funny on, gets yeah. on the intercom is like stop using google maps you fucks he said his, <laughs> he said his gps let him here and i was like dude there's three more houses up <laughs> i was like this is not it buddy <laughs> this is why oh you do gosh. not rely on gps for rural areas especially in west virginia oh well, the best you part is this, the cop is actually looking for somebody i went to school with <laughs> oh, so i knew so who he's talking about i was like uh he don't live on this road but his mom lives like right up the road on the left i think <laughs> but he ain't here man oh my gosh. Oh, good <laughs> god yeah you should have brought him in and brought him on the podcast yeah i should have should have just been like hello officer uh how may we help you today you're on j bomb and putty save the planet yeah we, we may be able to find this person for you Maybe <laughs> if you have this if you have this information please contact the Tazewell County Sheriff's Office, please, if you know the whereabouts of this person. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be like, we're helping you out, officer. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, just, we're just trying to help save the planet one one bad guy at a time. That's all we're doing. About a week later, you get a... Like a... I'll go ahead. I'll say about a week later, you get a phone call from the same sheriff. It's like, hey, uh, Putty, just to let you know, we found him. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, we found. <laughs> yeah, next week's episode. Yeah, but the, the thing yeah. that worries me, though, the worried me the most is I, I'm just happy he wasn't like a nervous kind of cop, you know, one of those jumpy ones. Oh, yeah. You know what kind of dog I own, right? 
I think you've told me. I, I, I own a 120-pound pit bull. Oh, oh, fun. Holy shit. Now, granted, he's a giant baby. You know, my, my two-year-old yeah. tortures him. But, you know, still opening the door, holding on to a collar for a 100-pound dog. You know, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get shot, you know? Yeah, not to mention the <laughs> reputation that pit bulls have, which is bullshit. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. My dog, my pit bull is a, a huge baby. He's scared of, he, he's so, he, he's so, he, little tiny garter snakes and stuff. Like, they corner him up and he hides in corners and shit and whines because these little snakes are around him. What a baby. He's a huge baby. Tell that dog to become a dog and not a puppy. Yeah. He watches, he watches Indiana Jones and he's like, I understand you, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Now, granted, he nice. is only like two and a half, so he is still pretty much a puppy. He just don't look like a puppy. Tell him to grow some balls and man up. Yeah. Pup, Hing. dog up, I shouldn't say. My, or I should say. Yeah, my two-year-old daughter tortures this dog. He ain't ever dogging up. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she picks his nose and bites his ears. <laughs> picked his nose so hard it made his nose bleed and i was like what are you doing what the fuck yeah i asked my two-year-old i said what the hell are you doing to him and she said he had a booger daddy i said no if you gotta reach that far you're not getting it just leave him alone oh there's no buried treasure in that dog's nose you're not going to find anything in there you're just making the dog feel bad yeah he's having an aneurysm on the carpet you know you're emasculating the dog and making him feel things he's going to remember five years down the line and he just don't want to remember <laughs> if you didn't cause brain damage by shoving your fingers up his nose <laughs> I, was literally, I was literally getting ready to say you're hitting yeah. brain sweetheart stop it <laughs> <laughs> you, you next now you're gonna have your pit bull just running around and hitting his head on the sink on the kitchen counter or whatever it's just like what this what's wrong with your dog it's just like my daughter used to pick its nose up to the brain yeah yeah he's God, bumping does, into tables and shit you know why does this sound yeah. like some shit jeff foxworthy would talk about <laughs> <laughs> okay for the record i do live out in the country so uh you might be a redneck. Uh, yeah. He's like, this is where I get my material by listening to J. Bob and Buddy save the planet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start charging him royalties. We want credit for that joke, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on to my little surprise oh, thing for P- you. All. Putty, you got me scared, dude. I am. I'm terrified. So, so like I said, um, I sent them a link. And I said, do not open this until I tell you to open it. Yeah, he put it in, like, all caps, too, to be like, yeah. (laughs) So, gentlemen, gentlemen, go ahead and open it, but do not let the video play. All right, hold on. I I just want to preference this by saying this is something we have brought up before. And because it is not the full length of... We're not going to go the full length of time because if this wasn't planned out before, so I just thought let's let's do this little snippet. Oh God! Let's no. do th- yes. God no! <laughs> I see the title and I'm thinking, oh God no! 
No. Seth, do you have it open? I have ne- I have it open, and I've never heard of this, but there is a – just to let you guys know, since you guys can't visually see this, on my yeah. YouTube page on the right-hand side, normally like if you're watching a uh, – for those not familiar with YouTube, if you're watching a clip from a movie and the movie is available to um, rent on YouTube, there's normally like a little movie poster of what the movie is, and it tells you like the release year, uh, the runtime, what language it's in. And uh, I'm just looking at this poster going, what in the fuck? You, yeah. So, now, Seth, wasn't you on the episode when we talked about I think we talked about this two or three times on the old All Things of the Day podcast. I, the I, I, was, I was on one of them, but I do not remember talking about this movie. So, Crow, let me ask you, because we went to school with and the, the professor that showed this, Dr. Porter, um, had it for our international cinema class. Did you ever take international cinema? Yes, but I do not believe this was one of the movies that we watched. Okay, so this movie is a Greek film that actually won several awards, I think. That was nominated for an, uh, an Academy Award. I can't remember right offhand if it was an Academy Award or something, but it won a lot of awards, and here it was nominated for Best... Um, international film i am i am worried all right man whenever uh, yeah. whenever you want to say hit I'm play out on me. The, this this famous movie is called Dogtooth. we have talked about it so much and i have talked about it on all things today so much about how much i hated this movie with that being said i thought about it a little bit I don't hate this movie because it's a bad film. I hate because of the subject matter. Yeah. And because as a film, it's put together well. The shots are nice. The story I completely understand and I get it. Watch and it's just. <laughs> but I'm I'm, I'm pulled up. You just say to play. You know, tell us when to play this. Fucking. Shit. It is. It is. I don't know, and seeing it in a cla- in a college class too, I'm not sensitive. I like I am sensitive, but like I can take a lot of stuff. It was still awkward to sit through this movie, even though he would skip through um, major parts. There's one major part that's going to be in this because I had to I screened it beforehand, and um, there is one major part that I've never seen that I would absolutely love, and I think we should do a full podcast. Just screening Dogtooth. Oh, God. <laughs> Just J-Bomb, you and I, and then, Seth, if you want to, you're more than welcome. Welcome to Putty Mystery Theater 3000. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, without further ado, my friends, we are going to check out the official trailer for the Greek film Dogtooth that came out in 2009. It is Greek, so... The subtitles are in English, but they are speaking obviously Greek. So, ready to play, guys, in three, two, one. Film buff. <laughs> Film buff, man. I didn't know Porter's know nickname was on here. Look at the ketchup. That's strawberry jam. <laughs> Oh no, your brother dead. Whatever will we do? 
a creature in the garden. What? <gasps> the bastard. Hello. The cat did it. The cat and the booty coming to theater soon. No. The scissorman. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare touch my pussy. Ah! I'm going to get the kitty. Oh what God. in the hell? <laughs> we will now play a eulogy for the cat. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by the toe. And now, an interpretive dance. We're going to blindfold you, yeah. make you walk around a pool. <laughs> You'll taste like cinnamon. <laughs> dog tooth, dog tooth, dog tooth. Arr, 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 Slice. Arr. The hell? Jesus. EC dub, EC dub, EC dub. <laughs> oh, shit. The VCR. Well, that's encouraging. So I essentially just watched <laughs> the trailer to a snuff film. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm gathering. Wow. If you all want to watch it with, uh, with us, um, the video is only 141, so start at zero. Play it from whenever we did the, whenever I did the countdown. Fun stuff. Wow. So yeah. Just uh, interpretations. Um, I, I, you was chanting ECW and I was chanting VCR. Uh, what the <laughs> fuck? Did he uh, really just clocked that bitch with a VCR? What did I tell you? It, that happened. Told me it was going to happen, and now that I've seen it, I'm still struggling with it. Dude, that was only a minute forty-one in yeah. highlights. Yeah. Like, imagine in context how bad that is. It's so bad. I, I will say there is one part of the trailer that really made me laugh. Is when, when the main guy is standing there with all the blood on his shirt and his hands is <laughs> all when the he, strawberry jam. <laughs> well, yeah, like whenever whenever he raises his hands, I'm just half expecting the curb your enthusiasm theme to start playing. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, I want to make that a video now. I just want to take that one clip and then cut to black and then just start playing the end credits of curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> And make that the video with no context. <laughs> I don't know the, the guy, the guy creeping across the backyard with the garden shears. That was funny as fuck. Kill the kitty, you know. He, he looked like, he legitimately, looked like legitimately, the cat looked like the most innocent cat you could possibly find out there. Yeah, still looked like almost a kitten. And here comes this fucking guy with some garden shears trying to chop its little head off. Yeah. It's it's funny as fuck. I'm sorry. Cat looks like, like you should be on one of those cat YouTube videos sitting around playing with a ball of yarn and everybody going, oh. On, on Animal Planet, it's too cute. Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah. Or have you heard about yeah, that? Yeah, I've heard about it. That, that cat is that young. Yeah. And that looked like a cat that should not be in this film about to be murdered. <laughs> Like, I can understand if this is an older cat, because I don't like cats, I'll be honest with you. You take that but back. I mean, I, I I'm not taking it back. I understand if this is like a pet cemetery situation, you know, where, you know, church is back and, and fucking people up, but... Well, I, fucking normal cats are assholes. That's true. But little, but little kittens are like, I don't know, they should not be treated, or even insinuated treating, because they're still kittens. And they still have a way of cuteness. They don't become assholes until they're later. 
And this poor little kitty was slaughtered for the for the, the, the sanctity of film. So Well to obviously it wasn't, but you know, just just the thought that oh they killed the little kitty. Yeah, you know. So I, I already know, knew that this was gonna be messed those... up. Go ahead. What is it, Seth? I, said, I already knew that this was gonna be messed up before I even started watching it because you know how like on YouTube on the right side you've got like recommended videos that kind of coincide with the video you're about to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a link to top 10 most controversial movies of all time. And there's a thumbnail of clockwork orange sitting there. And I'm like, well, I know what I'm getting myself into. (laughs) (laughs) You know what rabbit hole you're about to go down. Yeah. Even that movie's controversial. I love that movie. Yeah. Are we just going to ignore the, the fact that they had the two girls standing like the freaking girls from the shining. Yeah. Yeah, They totally looked like the twins from the shining. And the guy character there is playing that guitar, and they're just dancing awkwardly. It's a lot more awkward in the film, I'll tell you that. This much. is our awkward. summoning ritual for Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Because they, they're they standing there just dancing awkwardly. But then, spoilers, by the way, if you really care, the one girl starts actually getting down with it. Yeah. It like, starts almost like, this is a very dated reference at this point, but pop, lock, and dropping it. Yeah. Shows how white I am, I think. <laughs> I ain't going to say shit. I'll <laughs> work and no but, play make Jackie kill kitty cats. Basically. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Ladies and gentlemen, leaked script for The Shining 2. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you know, the one thing that's concerning me, though, is I don't think that foreign films have that whole thing at the end of the credits where the Humane Society actually watched the filming of the movie. Well, I mean, if, <laughs> if Greece has their own humane society, I mean, is that a world thing? I'm not 100% sure. I don't know if that whole no animals were harmed in the making I'm of assume- this film is actually international. I'm assuming it's an internet. I, who knows? Don't, <laughs> don't fucking kill little cats. Dude. <laughs> Top comment. How hard is Dude, that? top comment of this video, by the way, is from Let's anonymous see. person. It has 190 likes, and it says, "Well, this looks disturbing." <laughs> yeah. Understatement of the year. Yeah. Two comments down, it says, which is a quote from the movie. Soon enough, sex is spread throughout the household like fire. Wow. Which by which by the way, there is incest in the movie. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. That's brought up. Yeah. And like the the one shot of the booty of the brief little booty that we got right after the cat scene, I thought, "Oh shit, they're going to show it." Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ass. I wasn't I wasn't expecting showing my friend's incest this early in our career anyways. <laughs> um so yeah, that's a thing. We might screen it if Depending on what the response is to this episode, I think this is going to go over really well. I think if we I, screen I've already... it, though, and we, we do a podcast of us watching this movie, I'm going to kind of be like Nicolas Cage in 8mm. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, he, he had he was a, a, a investigating the disappearance of a girl and had to like sit and watch a shit ton of snuff films. Oh my god! So like he's like he's sitting there crying, try, having to watch these for his investigation. That's going to be me. Well, it is only an hour and thirty-seven minutes, dude. If I <laughs> sit down and watch this movie, like I need to get hammered, and I've only been drunk <laughs> once in my life. Yeah, this is a 
this and just imagine if you got to watch this in Porter's class there, Seth. Oh, no, I'll tell you, uh, speaking of that, uh, because I did have international film from him. I forget the name of it, but there was this messed up uh, movie that we watched near the end of the semester. And it was a Japanese film, uh, which honestly was my favorite region of watching films. Um, I think it was called like The Selection or something weird like that. But the premise of the movie was there was this guy who was trying to get over, like, I think, like, his wife died or divorced. I think she died, and he was widowed, and he worked for this, I guess, talent agency or something like that. The Audition, that was the name of it. Um, and that sounds familiar. he brought in, uh, essentially, he had this co-worker where... Um, you know, he was talking to him and he was like, yeah, I'm really lonely, all that kind of stuff. I wish I had another woman and stuff. And so they made up this fake audition screening where the woman they, – they brought in these women who thought that they were going to be part of like a movie or a television series, something along those lines. But in fact, it was this guy that was basically checking these women out to date. And it, he, But he didn't do it creepily. It was, it was done very – nicely and the and the main character isn't a creep at all or anything like that but the woman he ends up picking and uh spoilers by the way if you guys ever watch this movie uh ends up being like this weird demonic creature <laughs> what the what fuck? The and and, fuck? and and they never show it uh but like she starts getting like really possessive over him and stuff and like it just gets weird it's a good movie but my god like up yeah, until that's... that moment, you had me thinking. I was like, okay, so this sounds like a movie version of The Bachelor, and then you, you get into how she is, and I'm like, okay, it's The Bachelor meets The Exorcist. It, it kind of is, and, but it's a really, it is actually a really good movie. Um, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. There were it, it and it's not, it, it is a horror movie, and we all know Japanese horror movies can be up there, oh, but yeah. it's not, but it's not, it's not jump scary, uh, like horror. It's more subtle. It's it's the kind of horror that I personally like that kind of gets into your head and good. The, it's more of I mean there are like a couple lots. of scary yeah. Um there are a couple of scary scenes here and there and like nothing's ever shown of the woman as far as like quote unquote her true form. But I like horror that is more the less you show the more scary it is because the mm-hmm. unknown is what scares you. You like Jacob's Ladder? Oh, yes. Yep, that's my favorite. Oh, Jacob's Ladder is such a good movie. It's so good. Yes, I completely agree. That movies like that are like the top-tier horror. Anything like jump-scare horror, I automatically just go, I'm not watching that because I don't want you to scare me just by going, bah! <laughs> and, it's, and it's not even the fact that it scares me, it more startles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. You don't scare me by just screaming at me. You startle me, and then I'm pissed off. Yeah, and then you don't and, accomplish anything. And then I just want to stalk you in the face afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, this is supposed to be scary, but really, you just pissed me off. Like, okay, good, you, good example. Even though I love these movies, the Saw franchise. Yeah, um, the uh, the I, there's a particular scene I remember from the third film, uh, where the guy's looking around, and all of a sudden, there's uh. There's Jigsaw, or one of the accomplices, 
uh, with the pig head mask and just jumps out of these curtains and it's supposed to be a jump scare moment. I tell you what, if I was ever in a, a real life situation like that, I would have just socked the dude in the face. Like, don't you ever do that again, you motherfucker. Yeah, he would have deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. Like he wouldn't have, he, he would have not shit. had a chance to sink that syringe full of whatever the hell it is. He just would have <laughs> been socked out in the face <laughs> down on the gram. And it's like, this is the game I'm playing, bitch. Yeah, but for in order for those kind of movies to work, the people kind of have to play dumb. Yeah, yeah, this is true. They, you have to kind of lower your um, expectations or expectation or disbelief. Oh, yeah, sus- like that. suspension of disbelief. Suspe- suspend your disbelief in order to one hundred percent go with the flow and go with what the movie's trying to say. Which I tell you uh, what, any a lot of cases any- it's fine, but. You know. Anytime I'm watching horror movies, uh, my suspension of disbelief always breaks whenever you have uh, what horror people call the final girl or guy who is the last person that supposedly beats the monstrosity or villain. The sole and, survivor. Yeah, the sole survivor. Um, when they always start to trip and fall, it happens in every yeah damn chase scene and it's like listen i know you're startled but i know you have the basic coordination of a human being too. <laughs> <laughs> seth they've been through a lot man come there on, are man. not they... that many damn holes in the ground unless you're in west virginia and you're running on the freeway i mean come on every don't you know every every horror movie takes place in west virginia come on there's potholes everywhere i, I mean silent i mean silent hill did Dude, I thought it took place in Pennsylvania. No, um, in in the first Silent Hill movie, which honestly, yeah, it's not that great, but it's it's a nice cheap thrill in my opinion. Uh, in the movie, it is actually said to be in West Virginia, in a fake county called Toluca County. <laughs> I've actually had people ask me out of state, "Where is this place?" <laughs> and I say no, man. It, I, Silent Hill isn't based around anything. Like they just use that for the movie. You want to go to a real place that's got some real horror elements? You go to Point Pleasant up to Mothman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know Toluca County, right next to Pocahontas and fucking Ohio County. You know what's really sad is I would not. I would imagine they'd be around there. I don't know. If you, well, you know, a, Ohio County. Well, it, it it would have to be a scaled really. Well, because Ohio County is up at the very top of the map, and then Pocahontas is right down at the bottom, Seth. Well, I know that, but I'm saying, like, I don't know. I kind of <laughs> I kind of feel like, I almost kind of feel like Toluca County would be around, like, Wheeling. I can see that. Have y'all ever been to McDowell County? I've driven through there. Mm-hmm. Dude, I do McDowell a lot County of traveling. Is, and McDowell County is Silent Hill. <laughs> yeah. You get yeah, you're kind of shit, man. That's kind of right. Yeah, but the, but they had to keep it normal because Toluca is actually the name of the lake, so they had to count. They had to call it something based on the actual game. Well, not only that, so, but I feel like you know, if they actually would give a real county, you'd have these dumbasses coming in, like trying to search for this thing, and it's like it's not here, dude. dude we have dumbasses calling us Virginia. <laughs> I know, right? I'm, I mean, it's not 1842, was it? I know I'm getting the name wrong. I know I'm getting the date wrong, the year wrong. 
is it 1842, 1862? I don't know. But it's not it's not the 1800s, okay? I've come That's what to, I'm trying I've to say. I've come to call y'all the second Virginia. I can, I, we come to call y'all the first losers. It made no sense. It just wasn't funny. It was just awful joke. Your audio kind of cut out. I didn't even get to hear it. Okay, good. Let's move on. Anyway, so the next thing we're talking about here. The the, the, the podcast decided to censor you on principle. I I love that my microphone cut out at the perfect time where my joke was absolute dog shit. So I will take it. So let's move on to our next thing. So – I just love it. It just my as much as I want to fuck myself up, my equipment knows, "Hey Keith, don't do that." Your PC knows <laughs> you too well, dude. It does. It's it's scary. It's, start, it's starting it to become me. Hal from uh 2001 a Space Odyssey. I can't okay, so, I can't do that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, don't do that. <laughs> oh, no. so like I, I even find that weird now, for sure, because back like three year, three or four years ago now, we had, we were doing a 24-hour live stream on Twitch to try to raise money. Uh, we raised money f- just from us friends. We didn't raise anybody from outside, but we did a 24-hour live stream on Twitch, and then like I kept my stuff at my friend's house because I figured, no, oh, it's not going to get, nothing's going to happen. I trust the guy. Within the week that I didn't come back and get my stuff, his house got robbed. Oh wow. And I lost a one of my Canon cameras, two hundred dollar camera, and then I lost my video capture my record my capture card for my video games. So, but I had my computer that I'm doing all this stuff on there, and they tried, they tried to take it, but for some reason it stayed there. <laughs> They took his PS4, they took his thing of air, bows and arrows, they took so much more of his electronic stuff, but yet they kept my PC there. They said, oh shit, that's a computer, leave that alone. It's, it's freaky. I think it knows, man. Maybe it started talking it to knows. him. It told him, it was like, back the fuck off. It knows too much. Yeah, it told him where like, all the uh, other valuable shit was, but said, leave me alone. Yeah, don't touch me, motherfucker. Get out. Starts talking yeah. like the uh, robot from Lost in Space, like, crush, kill, destroy. <laughs> <laughs> danger, Keith Martin. Danger, danger. <laughs> <laughs> Start getting alerts on my phone and everything. Help me, help me. <laughs> Keith, oh, wow. I'm being violated. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on just to keep things rolling here. Because I feel a I feel a rant coming on, and it's actually not by me, possibly. Mm. Although it could lead to me ranting. So, uh, gonna go on the wrestling side of things now, uh, because we like to torture ourselves on J Bomb and Putty Save the Planet. Give because, him the chair. You know, it is torture. You, you can't you can't save the planet without dealing with some horrible stuff and. What what more horrible than, right now in 2019 than World Wrestling Entertainment? <laughs> so, I couldn't have put it so, there myself. So we're going to talk about this current King of the Ring, and J Bomb, you wanted to talk about how this King of the Ring does not compare to what the old ones do. What, which I completely agree with. But go ahead and explain why you think 
I, that's the case. I mean, the thing that pisses me off, and I don't think this is the only King of the Ring they've done it. I think the last time they brought it back, they did it this way too, and maybe even the time before that. But I remember when WWE, or at that time, I think it was WWF, had a King of the Ring tournament pay-per-view. You got to watch the whole damn tournament. The whole pay-per-view was nothing but the tournament. So you got to watch these guys bust ass through this tournament all night to find out who the King of the Ring is. And now it's like, okay, we're going to have two matches on Raw, and then we're going to have two on SmackDown, and then next week we're going to have another two. And then we're just going to say, okay, there's the winner. In about a month, we'll just do that. I don't believe they've done it this convoluted before. It's irritating as shit. I, I like the, the fact that, you know, this big time, you know, heel character, this big time face character has, you know, fought through three or four guys, you know, throughout the night to get to the final one, you know, and everybody's just cheering and shit, you know, and they, they busted their ass to get there. Now it's like, okay, you're going to have one match like you do every week. Um, yeah. And, and you'll become king of the ring at the end of it. It's really lame. It makes it makes the King of the Ring tournament tournament what made it impressive and important and great diminish. Yeah. And to go with what you're saying, um, the pay per views last were all WWF except for one. They had one more WWE uh, King of the Ring pay per view in 2002 before they got rid of the actual pay per views and then just made them Raw. Um, they were all Raw segments or Raw special episodes which they didn't bring back until like 2008 yeah so they and even on them they at least had the tournament all throughout the show yeah and then like they had they finally brought one as a wwe network special i think that i think wade barrett one of all people i do remember that they brought. They actually did bring one back, sort of as a pay per view, quote unquote. But it was a network special, and then they've just had the ones that are just based on Raw. I don't remember them ever doing a King of the Ring tournament, where the King of the Ring is not the same fucking day. Yeah, and that's just them having matches. I like the yeah, style throughout one event. You know, like like I told you a couple of weeks ago, me and me and Travis went down to seeing that Ring of Honor. Uh, NWA show and it was the Crockett Cup you know, for, mm-hmm. for tag team titles, and that was a it was a tournament that went on all night long. You know they mm-hmm. had five or six matches to to figure out who the winner of that shit was, and it was cool. I would have been pissed if I would have went to it and they'd be like, okay, this is a qualifying match for the tournament. Okay, that match is over. Uh, we're gonna go and do the rest of this three states away in about a month. You know, this isn't the King of the Ring. No. You know what this reminds me of? What? This reminds me of the Gold Rush tournaments. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. They would have regular matches throughout about three or four weeks leading up to the Gold Rush final, and whoever won that match got a shot at the World Heavyweight title. Yeah. Which I think the first one was Edge and Kane, and Edge won. Yeah. I could be wrong, but... I think that this, right. to- this The way they formatted this year's King of the Ring... Reminds me so much more of a Gold Rush style tournament mm-hmm. that they should have just called it a Gold a Gold Rush. Yeah. Why did they slap King of the Ring name yeah, on there? I, I don't know. I don't understand. The only how reason I feel like the only reason why they did it is because of name, because of the name. Yeah. 
They have no. They had no plans of actually bringing it back as a one-time deal, and they were just using it as a tournament, just like any other tournament. Well, then don't slap the name King of the Ring because King of the Ring is a whole different thing. Honestly, my opinion on why they're doing it and they're they're slapping the King of the Ring title on it is because, it's, it's, honestly, I'm predicting it's probably some kind of gimmick change. Like when they when Booker T won it and became King Booker for like years. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing this is really just set up for a character change. Whoever wins, it'll be King whoever. And that'll be a, a you know their new persona for the next year or so. I could honestly see this as being this is definitely more so of a ratings yeah grab though like yeah that's going to lead that's going to lead to someone having a change in gimmick yeah but it's more of a ratings thing that it's not working for me I I, I watched about thirty minutes of Raw and said nah fuck it. Watched you Sim- want to bring the King of the Ring? I watched Simpsons reruns instead. <laughs> you want to bring? You want to bring back King of the Ring? Bring it back as a full show. Yeah, a full pay per view. I'm perfect. I'm perfectly fine. Well, it doesn't even have to be a full pay per view at this point because yeah. I think that's why they got rid of the King of the Ring in 2002 because pay per view wise, it was one of their lesser ones, and preferably, I would actually rather have Money in the Bank as their fifth big pay-per-view compared to King of the Ring. But if you want to have it as a special edition of Raw to to pop a rating, to have these guys wrestle throughout the night, then do it. Yeah. Still make that more of a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole point of the King of the Ring to fight through three, four different guys throughout the night and make yourself known as I am a badass. I am the king of this motherfucking ring. Yeah. And when you're just going in and just having one match a night, it's just another match. Exactly. And just another nameless, no-one-cares tournament that just has the King of the Ring name slapped on it because they can. We want to call somebody King this year. Would the Royal Rumble be anything special if it was just like if everyone came out at once? Yeah. And it was just another Battle Royal? No. 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 It's special because you have that air of mystery of who might be coming out and What's what position they might be coming out. Which they're already they're they're ruining that by always announcing who's going to be in anyways. Yeah. Even the surprise entrants haven't been that impressive recently, but it's still the Royal Rumble. It's still kind of cool to have those two minute intervals in between people coming in and out. I love the Rumble. I love the Rumble too, and you know I do like the King of the Ring concept. Of just being a big old tournament, but this is not the way to do it. I don't want to spend a month watching this tournament. By the way, it's guys, garbage. I still am here, but this is way out of my element. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I stopped watching wrestling. I don't know how damn long ago. Well, I don't blame you, Seth. <sighs> it is. We've kind of stopped watching it too, but we just like know how to Google stuff. No That's joke. The most entertaining, the most entertaining thing that I've seen is a. Uh, is a uh, oh shit! What's his name? Uh, Brain Wyatt's new gimmick. Oh, the fiend. The fiend. That's yes. cool as shit. We have talked about the fiend every week since he debuted. <laughs> no, what's really funny? Okay, I- I've got a good friend uh, named Paul, uh, aka DX Creamer. You guys should definitely check out his YouTube. Um, Do it. <laughs> just give him a little shout out. Um, he's a big wrestling fan, and. Uh, 
him and I were talking about it when it was first, the gimmick was first introduced as far as uh, the Firefly's Funhouse. Oh, yeah. Doing the whole Mr. Rogers skit and all that. And about two weeks go by after it first airs and they're showing some more stuff. And I told Paul, I said, how much you want to bet that at the end of this whole shtick that he's going to come up with like the most fucked up looking thing <laughs> and that's going to be his yeah. new persona. And then when the fiend got introduced, he was like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I don't know if you got to catch last week's episode, but I actually brought up that that mask that he's wearing was actually created by Tom Savini. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. They got the man himself to do that thing. Yeah. I tell you what pissed me off was uh, they had the clip of his his first actual entrance uh, holding this <laughs> what the I like lantern. to call the paper mache head <laughs> lantern, and then there were so many people complaining about it, saying like, "Oh, it's too scary." Uh, it looks like a severed head off. and blah, blah, blah. And then WWE decided to take off, like, I think it was like 15 to 20 seconds not showing the head anymore. And it's yeah. like they were disturbed by that. And I'm like, have you seen the mask? Yeah. <laughs> and the face is all cut up on the mask, but you're worried about this head that has a light coming out of the mouth. That, that doesn't even that... look realistic. That's why WWE can never be TV 14 again. If that scares kids, if that scares people, just imagine blood on a normal basis. Not even on TV, but just like a normal basis from highlights and stuff. Just imagine more crazy spots. Imagine more cursing. Imagine more sex. Imagine anything that could be a trigger Ooh. We, I know we don't talk about that word. <laughs> I know. I, I don't want to talk about it, so I'll just leave it at that. We don't talk about that. But yeah, but yeah so if that stuff is scary, no one would have made it through the 90s. But no. by the way, just to, uh, no one. just to reiterate, so that way none of us get in trouble, we do understand that there are people out there that have post-traumatic stress disorder and... There yeah. are things like that, but we're talking about these, to a lesser extent, little pussies that are... <laughs> yeah, thank you, Seth. And yeah, no, if you actually have a problem that and you can't deal with it, and because you, fi- you physically, mentally can't, that's a completely different issue. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about people that can deal with it, that just choose not to. Because, because to them, it's like, ooh, it's a little scary. Ooh. People that get no. offended over every damn little tiny thing. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you one thing that's actually cool that, just so I can get off the subject of WWE and how much they piss me off. <laughs> um, I'm so, going to burn on the King of the Ring discussion anyway. Fuck it. Throw off. So, I learned something. Um, can't go into too much detail, but one of the things that came out of something that I learned about AEW um, so apparently Brandy Rhodes, um, Cody Rhodes' wife, is a big supporter of big per- person trying to push this thing of having sensory rooms at, um, shows. Y'all know what sensory rooms are? Isn't it essentially kind of like the quote-unquote, like, safe room, so to speak? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, with that being said, it's not like a safe room as in like, oh, I'm upset by the show, uh. 
it's for people with autism that if they're getting too riled up and they can't stand and they can't handle it, they can go in this room and it has calming lights and calming sounds and stuff that you can like touch and feel that's really soft and smooth and everything to help you calm down and still watch the show. That's actually, and you know, that's a really good idea. I and like they, that. And they're taking and they're taking this idea and putting it, um, bringing it with all to all their shows. Hmm. They're actually going to be one of the first people to actually do this to, on a regular basis through their shows. So another A plus tip of the hat to AEW for that. Yeah. When I learned about this, thinking outside the box. I I, I absolutely I I'm them a, for that. That that's actually really I, cool of them. Yeah. I'm a huge fan that they are doing that because you know it's not autism awareness, and that's what a friend of mine was talking about. It's not autism awareness because people are aware of people that have autism. It's autism acceptance, and I think that's a huge step into showing that you're accepted, but you're not. But it's also not like a thing where. They're trying to differentiate them. Yeah. It's just trying to help them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's more of an inclusion thing. It's kind of like, yes, we understand there are people out there that have these mental disabilities. So if something like this happens, we actually have an area that you can go to and relax and feel better while still enjoying the show. Yeah. It's really it's really cool to hear about that. And I would love to actually... You know, of course, not stay there. That's not made. That's not a place made for me. But I would like to see just the space they would have, and just be like, "This is freaking great. I'm glad that you have this." It's and a it's a way to accommodate sure. fans that have special needs. Exactly. Yes, and that's a big thing. And WWE definitely doesn't do anything like that. They, I don't think they'd even want to put up fork up the money to do something like that. Yeah. So I'm really happy that AEW at least is putting their step for uh, one step forward and doing something like that. It, it gives me a huge, um, a, a huge liking for them outside of the wrestlers and outside of anything that's not wrestling related. Yeah, I mean, it's just human. It's a genuinely cool move. Yeah. Meanwhile, and Vince more... McMahon is up there going like, "I'm Scrooge McDuck up in this bitch. Look at this money pile." <laughs> yeah, basically. Vince wouldn't put in wheelchair ramps. He's just happy that all the places have them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sad because, okay, so is I don't I don't really know, but is the guy that owns AEW richer or as rich as Vince McMahon? You know what? Uh, I can do a quick Logan. Google search. He is loaded. Yeah. yeah. He is very loaded because he owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. So he there's a possibility loaded. that he he does and he can afford as much as Vince is. I don't know if he'd actually be if he's the same way as Vince. I know, you know, people say billionaires always are greedy and don't care, but like I don't know. I, I know his. Okay, I don't know his exact net worth. I mean, net worth, but I know he's got lots and lots of money. Lots and lots of money <laughs> that we will never see in our lifetime. Okay, so, okay, so, so the the owner of AEW, his name is uh, let me see here, uh, what what is his name? It's it's hard to Google search. It's it's like shy. It it's uh. 
it's hard to pronounce. Shahid Khan or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Okay. We'll work with it. Okay, um, the very top article, didn't even have to click a link on it. It says, by comparison, Vince McMahon, uh, the majority owner of WWE, is worth uh, $3.1 million, good for number 237 on the Forbes 400 list. In other words, Khan is richer by richer than McMahon, though it does not say by how much. Mm-hmm. Wow, I thought he was worth billions. Uh, let me see. No, it was bill. Yeah, um, Vince is worth three point one billion. That's with a B. Okay. Uh, as in okay, bitch, like Vince McMahon is. Uh, oh, did I say that? Air <laughs> <laughs> fire. So yeah, so yeah, he. So the guy, the Jacksonville Jaguar owner, is a tad bit richer than he is. So yeah, I don't know. I was making a point, but I don't remember the point now. Well, now the point is the point is Vince McMahon's a bitch. The point is now he's got more money than Vince, but he has more heart than Vince to be able to allow that company to put in rooms like that for for people that need it. It seems like it. Yeah. I mean, more power, more power to AEW. I really do hope they get something and get stuff going and making these changes. And yeah, I'm rooting for them. Can't wait till they come to Charleston October. It's a big deal. All I can say is Kenny Omega mic drop. <laughs> Kenny Omega. I'm sorry. Omega. I I follow like I don't watch a lot of wrestling, but I followed Kenny Omega for a little bit when he was still doing like New Japan stuff. Mm. And just seeing his video game gimmicks, I'm like, I love this guy. Oh yeah. Omega's a huge gamer. Dude. I mean, for yeah, God's sakes, he's he's done references to Final Fantasy, uh, Sword Art Online. I'm like, this guy's just the biggest geek as the rest of us. Oh yeah, totally. You would. You would love Up, Up, Down, Down. I know yeah. they're WWE, but Up, Up, uh, Up, Up, Down, Down, I feel like is definitely more um, wrestling or wrestler-centric, not WWE-centric oh, even. Isn't yeah, uh, isn't that the one where it's like uh, Kofi Kingston uh, does like video game review stuff? or It's not. Kofi is definitely on there a lot, but it's Austin Creed or Xavier Woods. Yeah, that's, that's right, Xavier Wor- Woods. Okay, I knew it was like yeah. one of those guys. But yeah, Kofi is on there a lot because they're like they're legit best friends. And Kofi's too, a hell of so. a gamer too. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, you want to talk about stuff that's unexpected? Speaking of wrestlers, um, and <laughs> this kind of coincides with the conversation that you and I had earlier, Putty, uh, because it's mm-hmm. something that you told me you will never ever do, which I respect. Um, I found out that, and there's video proof of this, and I can send you the link later. Uh, the Big Show plays Dungeons and Dragons. What? Oh, I'm, oh, not oh, I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Well, suck my dick. <laughs> <sighs> there was a. Thought, uh, that's upsetting. Th- there's I a, thought we okay. had Crove on here. Not. I didn't. Know, was this Noah's week? <laughs> that's funny but uh yeah P- putty and i like this past week like i've been gush okay I- I- it's a big it's not a big secret i love dungeons and dragons i'm a big nerd like that and i don't give a damn what anybody says and uh P- putty's like loser put you're damn right i am uh putty's like that's one thing i will never ever get into <laughs> Dude, I'm but, the uh, biggest dork you might ever see, but I can't. I can't. There's no way I can play Dungeons and Dragons. No way. <laughs> Mostly because I don't have the patience, 
And secondly, because I don't like people that much. Yeah. I'm kidding. I like. Uh, okay, I'm sort of kidding. It's like right. I like certain people. <laughs> I like certain people. Yeah. I I can't I can't really legitimately like sit there with a group of people and play a game like that, especially if it's people that I don't know or I barely know. And I could just and just sitting there like I could I couldn't even play it like with Noah, honestly. I couldn't. Like of course he's my cousin and everything, but I couldn't play it. No way. No, I, I understand. No. It's, it's definitely not for everybody because it, 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 there's a lot of factors that go into it. Um, but me being somebody that likes acting and voice acting and actually getting into character and that kind of stuff, it's like right up my alley. But uh, I understand. So There's cool elements to it. Like, that's a really cool element. But, like, ugh. I did like watching Big Bang Theory when they would play Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> oh yeah like, like wallowitz would do like uh christopher walken impersonations when he was like pretending to be a character and stuff that was funny <laughs> plus i'm not a huge fantasy guy like i've never finished skyrim just because i don't like the setting fair enough it's just not a that's not a thing i, I don't i won't i don't want to watch lord of the rings now i will say don't there really are care. there are certain campaigns in dungeons and dragons that can go in different directions and it doesn't have to necessarily be in the fantasy realm because i've seen D games that can be in the star wars universe i've seen them that can be like in an old western type of universe so it doesn't necessarily have to stick with I mean, yeah, it's called Dungeons and Dragons, so the first thing you're going to think is like medieval fantasy, but it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. have to stay in that realm. Uh-huh. That's fair. I just, I, I just, I just don't have any interest, honestly. Yeah, I, I understand, dude. It's, it's not for everybody. It, I, I can try. Like, if you set up a, a game and had it set up and didn't tell me, and you brought me to somewhere and it was all set up. And he said, come hither, play, thou wretched <laughs> now, see, winch. see, we don't get don't... into it that much. I mean, we don't... I mean, yeah, we talk <laughs> in character, but we don't use that old English bullshit. <laughs> well, okay, what I'm saying is, is if you set it up and I didn't know and you asked me to play with it set up and everything, I think I would say no, but it'd be a lot easier for you to convince me to play, to at least try it. See, like, if, if I was ever in that but, situation, I wouldn't do that to you because I'm not that big of a prick. I, I know, I know, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not going to say no if it's already in front of me. Right. And you know that I'm going to say no if I have the options because it's just not something I'm interested in. So if right. I'm See, just if, saying... If, if, if that you, was the type of situation... I'm um, sorry. Uh, if 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 no, it was good. ever in that type of situation, I would be like, "Hey, there's a D and D game going on. I'm not gonna say that you have to play, or if you don't want to, I understand. But at least, you know, would you be interested in at least watching?" Then okay, that's a fair that's a fair thing to say, and I might actually take that take up that offer as long as it's going on at the time. Right. See, I, I'm very weird when it comes to stuff like that. Obviously, and. But but yeah, I I might actually say yes. It it just depends on just depends on what I'm doing and honestly if I can talk myself into it. Because I have to really talk myself into certain things. And that sounds like one of them I'd have to really like think for a minute. 
but the more we talk about it, the more I talk, I slowly start talking myself into being like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. Um, I will say that there's a lot of intimidation when it comes to Dungeons and Dragons, because I've watched a lot of videos of people that have played Dungeons and Dragons and people that you wouldn't think would even touch this game. I mean, people like, once again, like I said, the big show, uh, Vin Diesel is a well-known player. Vin Diesel? Yeah, Vin Diesel plays. The hell? Yeah. No, J-Bomb, did you hear that? No I joke. That. Th- this, is, this is a 100% bona fide fact. I am not making this up. Dominic Toretto fucking plays Dungeons & Dragons. Yep. Riddick kills aliens and slays dragons. Yep. <sighs> okay. I, but like okay. like I said, people people that you would not think uh, just play this game. Uh, a perfect example. Okay, so there is a, uh, there's a show that I watch on Twitch and YouTube called Critical Role, where it's a bunch of voice actors that play this game. Uh, people like Matt Mercer, uh, Travis Willingham... Laura Bailey, uh, Liam O'Brien, uh, for people that are big into voice acting. Um, Shouts out. Travis, Travis Willingham, uh, to give people a little backstory, he was the voice of Roy Mustang for Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, dude's a big old dude. Like, he lifts. Like, you, you would think the first time you see this guy, it's like, man, this guy couldn't play Dungeons & Dragons. And he was terrified. The very first time he ever played, because it, it was kind of the fact of it, there were there were a couple of benefactors that went into it. One of them was like, man, I, I don't want to be seen playing like this nerdy ass game, you know, because 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 when you think Dungeons and Dragons, your first instinct is when you think of the people that play it, their first thought is nerd. Well, I obviously don't give a shit about that, but there's this other Yeah, I understand <laughs> other but... things. But uh <laughs> buddy, buddy, did you know that Paul Heyman plays D D? Stop it. Nah, I just made that up. Okay, good. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna look that up I, now. Hang on. That would be so <laughs> fucking funny. Could you imagine Paul Heyman playing Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> it would it would be great. D motherfucking D. I don't know. That was an awful Paul Heyman impression. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, it, it doesn't say that he did, and I highly doubt he does. But somebody on Reddit just posted—they put a thing on there saying that they uh, they made a wrestling themed D and D one shot. Oh God. Oh, that would actually be kind of cool. Oh God, J Bomb, we're gonna have to play it. Ugh. Like I said, guys, you you can do a lot of shit with uh, Dungeons and Dragons. It doesn't have to be uh, fantasy themed. But re- regardless, that's a topic for another uh, episode, I believe. Even though we've already talked about it for like what fifteen, twenty minutes, probably. Do we want to try out a wrestling themed Dungeons and Dragons? Because now, now you've hit on something that I like. I mean, honestly, you've already talked about us doing a, a screening of Dogtooth. I would rather play a wrestling Dungeons and Dragons to do that. <laughs> oh my! All right, so to get out of the dog tooth screening, we will play. I tell you, eventually. I tell you what, if you guys are serious about this, I'm going to talk to my buddy Ray because I've ne- I've never DM'd. I've never been the dungeon master before. 
even though I would God. love to. I will talk to Ray and get some tips from him. And if you guys are serious about this, I will run a wrestling-themed one-shot for you guys. <laughs> oh, God. God. All right. Uh, All right. I'll do it, but uh, you know how earlier when we were talking about the dog tooth screening, you said you'd have to be drunk for that? Yeah. As I've told Potty, I don't drink on like weekdays now. Uh, you know, I kind of just drink on the weekends. But if we do either one of these ideas, I'm drinking that night. I I won't blame you. Fair and enough. I might partake as well. <laughs> I might a, partake as well. We'll get drunk and and do a a wrestling D and D podcast. <laughs> oh my god! Is this re- Is this really the direction we want to go, J Bomb? <laughs> Hey, save the planet one step at a time. (laughs) Heck, if we do this, I'll even air it on my YouTube channel. (laughs) Listeners, let us know. If you want to hear us play a game of Dungeons & Dragons Wrestling Edition, let us know. Uh, And if you want us to do alcohol, let us know. Or if you want us to screen Dogtooth. Your guys are on the vote. With alcohol. You guys are voting for this, so... uh... Make sure to put in your vote. Or if because you want to vote for both, then I suggest if they want both, we'll give J-Bomb, don't do that. They're, you're, <laughs> they're killing us. I, I, I feel, don't I feel, do that. I feel like they get one vote. One you vote. Either get, one v- you either get the dog tooth screening or the wrestling-themed D&D game. Yep. Yeah, we'll and have some competition that, to it. Yeah, let's do that. And just, wins, we'll and do just, it. To re- just to reiterate, if we do the wrestling-themed D&D... Uh, uh, one, sh- it's going to be a one shot. It's not going to be a continuous campaign. Mm-hmm. I was going to say I can't do continuous campaigns. <laughs> God, no. The, Can I just be champion and get over th- with? This would just be a one shot. <laughs> Thank God. All right. Yeah, I'd be down to do it. No, um, pay attention throughout the week. I'll set up the poll, and anybody that's interested in voting, I will definitely share it. Um, I ex- I hope that you two would share it as well. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. To- Get as many votes as possible, and then we will not do it next week. Um, actually, let me see. I'd say at least give it about two or three weeks for people to vote. Yeah, that way, time to vote. That way, also, if they decide they want the D and D game, I have enough time to talk to Ray to understand what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give him time to. Prepare. So let's set it because I, I I would like to go ahead and have a a tentative scheduled date. Um, we don't, we already have Jedi, spoilers, we have Jedi coming on the show next week. Yes. Um, we are, we're going to take a little bit of a break with just J-Bomb and I doing the show on the next two weeks after that. How about the September 28th? I'm down. I'm down. So about, I'm down for a that. A little over a month. That sounds, or a little under a month, I should That say. sounds good to me, because that'll be right before, uh, a couple of weeks before Sabasacon, so that works for me. Sounds good. So, if you're listening to this right now, just pay attention to the KJX3 Facebook page and make sure to, to vote whether you want it to be either J-Bomb and Putty playing a game of D&D Wrestling Edition or screening the Greek movie Dogtooth. By the way, guys, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, my God. What have we done? Honestly, I'm terrified of, of either one, so that's going to be a fun. <laughs> so everybody thank you <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to the show appreciate seth for coming on tonight and i basically and just wrecked t- your shit tonight. <laughs> oh no no well 
You might wreck our shit in about a month, but hey, hey, right now, hey, like good. I said, I'm chaotic good, so. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you can find Seth mostly at Game Bros WV on YouTube. Um, is that the same name as your uh, Facebook? Uh, yes. Okay. So, uh, just to give a little plug in, uh, which yeah. shameless plug in, I don't give a damn, uh, Go ahead. for those that are unfamiliar with me, uh, even though I've been on the show before, uh, I am Seth Farrell. Uh, I also go by Crow murder 15. I run a YouTube channel called game bros WV. We do a let's play show called game bros that has episodes every Monday through Friday at a at the air 11 AM, uh, Eastern standard time. Uh, we also do light or starting to do more live streams now also on YouTube. Uh, we try to do one at least once a month. Um, if we're able to, we also try to do a charity to go along with it. The last pot or the last one that we did, uh, was going to donations for prevention and care for the Amazon forest fires that have been happening over the past few weeks. Very awesome stuff. Very and good. if you guys want to follow us, there's also, we have uh, the YouTube. We also have a, Facebook and Twitter page, which literally, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, we don't do a lot with it. It literally just posts the links to episodes. <laughs> uh, but those those are also Game Bros WV. Um, along with the channel, along with the Let's Play show, I also do a bi-weekly vlog just to let you guys know what's going on in my personal life. I also do Top 10 Countdowns, uh, which actually I'm supposed to be working on one for next month, and I've just been a lazy-ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to lie. I just, I, I still, I, I have the list ready. I just haven't written the script for it yet. <laughs> Come on, Seth. It's well, okay. Okay. Just, okay. This is a, uh, I, I don't know if I talked about this on the episode of con vlog or not. So this might be a, uh, a sneak preview on J bomb and buddy save the planet. Um, mm. My next top 10 countdown is kind of controversial because it is top 10 overrated games. Mm. Um, mm. Now, the only problem with this is that I have a rule with my top 10s. Um, I had to have played the game. So, unfortunately, as much as I despise it, Fortnite cannot be on this list. <laughs> oh. Shots fired to Fortnite. <laughs> no shit. But yeah, guys, yeah. If, if you want to check it out, um, yeah, if you want to check the channel out, it is on YouTube, Game Bros WV. We are currently doing a Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time randomizer. Uh, Ray is playing through it, and I am sitting there laughing my ass off. If you're curious what a randomizer is, go check out the videos. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and straighten up one thing, though. You've never been on this podcast before. On, oh, well, you never yeah, have. This is true on on this particular <laughs> podcast. On this I, podcast, what are you talking about? I, yeah. uh, okay, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Crow. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, on, Crow. On, on on this particular podcast. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw a monkey wrench in there. Good fucking job. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I know. I'm good yeah. at that shit. I gotta be all prim and proper because this is the name of a new podcast. And it's a- <laughs> <laughs> buddy, don't you have some uh, advice, though? I do, but before I get into my advice, um, J-Bomb, any shows coming up um, that you can think of right offhand? I mean, there's one at the, the Helheim and Wispel that I, I'm pretty aware of, and I'm sure there's plenty of stuff going on up in Charleston. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm having a, a, a cookout slash party with 
my crew on Saturday at my house. So that's all I've really been thinking mm-hmm. about. Oh, I hear you, man. Yeah. Hope y'all enjoy that party, by the or the cookout, by the way. Well, it's going to end up being a big old fucking party anyways. Yeah, we're going to be drunk as shit, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally understand the drunk as shit part this weekend. Um, I don't like bringing it up, but just because I'm here. It's my birthday coming up on Tuesday. Woo! So I will probably be drunk as shit sometime in the next five days or so. I I can almost guarantee it because I haven't been drunk in a while and... School isn't really 100% going fast for me right now. We're still we're still really just starting, so I'm good for one weekend just to say fuck it. It sounds well, like it somebody needs a putty party. Yeah, putty party, woo! A putty still. The invite is there. If you want to drive on down to Virginia and party with Old Dominion crew, we'll get you tore up. Listen, if I had the gas money to do so, I might take you up on that offer. Guess who doesn't have the money to do so? Uh, there is like three toll booths, and it is a bit of a drive. Fuck that noise. I'm sorry, J-Bomb. Maybe one day in the future, but not this weekend. We'll think about you while Ooh. we're getting drunk. How's that? Thank you. Thank you. Take a shot for me. Will do. I'll take what, two. What, you, like, like, you just see this, you just get this picture on your phone, and it's just J-Bomb and his whole crew just giving you the bird with one hand and a beer in the other. saying, I want that. Saying, yeah. saying, saying wish you were here. Yeah, I want that. It won't be a beer, though. I'll be holding up a shot. Fair enough. If you want one, if I can ask for one thing for my birthday, J-Bomb, I want that fucking picture. I will get you that picture. Good. Old Dominion crew will get you that picture. I I cannot wait until this weekend to see that picture, and I will post it up on KJX3, so make sure there's nothing other than a bunch of birds. (laughs) A bunch of birds and alcohol and crazy-ass people from Virginia. Sounds good to me, man. I love it. I'm already excited. Sweet. We will do that. Best birthday gift ever. <laughs> so, yes, before we go, like J-Bomb said, I do have some advice. Um, I, and I am going to sound like a bit of a hypocrite, which is nothing new. I'm pretty sure I'm a hypocrite with a lot of stuff I do in my life. But um, the advice portion for to try to save people here in this lovely planet we call Earth... Um, don't use dating apps. <laughs> just don't use them. Don't just Okay, don't so I know there's them. I know there's a lot of benefit to using dating apps. Trust me. I know. I'm there. Uh you don't you don't go out that much. You want to talk to girls or guys depending on what your sexual preference is. Doesn't matter to me. Um and you just want to try to find someone local depending on whether you want to hook up with them, talk to them for a while, actually get a serious relationship going. Don't do it. <laughs> just don't. just don't just don't even. I mean, there's a lot of personal information that already gets thrown around everywhere. It's just you don't need to give another side it. It's fine. But the reason why I bring this up is because I have tried many Unfortunately, I will admit, I have tried many just to try to find a girl, and sometimes it works. I talk to him for a while and think it's going somewhere, but every time it seems like it doesn't work. In fact, I think I've only... This, okay, so it might work out better if you're an actually good-looking guy. <laughs> I might not I might not be that bad-looking, but I am fat. I am a big boy, as you would say. 
And not in the sense of big boy down there. No, I'm just big all around. Just saying. Anyways, so if if you use these apps, I hope that you at least look halfway decent because that's what these apps are fucking for. If you look halfway decent, you're going to find someone because they're going to be like, oh, that primal instinct of, oh, I like what I see. Boom, swipe right. But I swear to God, there's this one app that is so asinine and so stupidly obvious that everybody on there is a fake bot or is just trying to get you for one thing and one thing only, and that's money. Or it's just private cams. Or it's just completely, like, filled with the most... Okay. I don't want to... I'm going to say it, but I don't 100% mean it. Almost like the undesirables. That sounds fucked up. Because not only that, it makes me feel like an undesirable, and I just made myself feel bad. Well, putty, if I had a, you know enough beers and I was gay, I'd fuck you. I swear to God, Seth. Hey, I swear hey, to God. I will like take I, my I, pants I, off right now, I swear. Hey, like I said... If I had a few beers and I was gay, but that is not the case, so... I will take my pants off right now. <laughs> I I will find a webcam and I will tell you something with my pants off. God. <laughs> I don't so think anyways, I have ever facepalmed that hard in my life. So... <laughs> Well, it's good to know that I did that. So it's the site that I'm talking every week, though, we talk about at least once about how Putty really Jesus likes Putty. We almost made it! <laughs> oh my god, we almost made it! I guarantee you, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning. There's gonna be a big ass handprint on my forehead now. We, we almost made it. We've waited an hour and thirty <laughs> minutes plus. We no. almost fucking made it, J Bomb. No, you think we almost made it? I've been waiting for the right moment. <laughs> Fuck! Oh, there goes all my papers. Uh, like, well, anyways, I, I had it planned. Like when you started uh, out with what our our little little schedule was going to be, what our little agenda was. I was like, okay, sir. you had it coming. When you son goes, of a bitch, you had it coming. When he, when he goes into his advice, this is going to be perfect. I can bring up what he playing with himself. No, not the perfect time. The horrible time. <laughs> God. J-Bomb's just like, I'm going to put this little landmine right here, and as soon as he steps on it... Planted that little seed of doubt that, oh, he's going to get through an entire podcast without even having to talk about how Keith likes to jerk himself off. That's all I'm going to do is plant the little seed there, and then as soon as he steps on it himself, boom. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, God. <clears throat> I got tears in my eyes now. That was so perfect. like I was saying... <laughs> if there was one site I would advise against strongly, it's the site called Meet Me. Once known as My Yearbook. Which was actually not a bad ripoff of MySpace and Friendster. I rather enjoyed My Yearbook. But what they turned it in to do is just a cesspool of fake accounts, of girls, of cam girls, both cam girls that are actually on their site, or cam girls that try to be like, 
direct you to an email address to try to get your money. Yeah. Or try to get account information from you. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, this app is quite possibly the funniest app I have ever been on. Now, you may be asking, well, why is that? It's so blatantly obvious how bad this site is. It's so bad. Well, give us an example. Site. So, okay, so just earlier today, I had this girl talking to her and everything, and she brings up the fact that her grandma is wanting to go to the hospital, needing medicine, needing in the hospital, and needs medicine. She can't pay for it. So I'm just like, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry, you know. And I, and I talked to her yesterday, so we'd been talking just a tad. Um, so she's basically, without saying it, she's basically saying, hey, can I have money to give my quote-unquote grandma medicine? <laughs> so I say, hey, I'm sorry. I'm poor. I'm broke as a joke. That's my exact words, too, because I like to be funny, even though I'm not. Um, so I I say that and she's like, yeah, that sucks. I'm like, Hey, if you need, and I'm, I'm a nice guy. So like, Hey, if you need anything, just let me know. I'll want to talk or something. I don't give a shit. I then look and she has blocked me (laughs) or you have to be friends with her in order to talk to her. I'm just like, well, that's weird. You were just open to talk to anybody, not even five minutes ago. (laughs) It's like, oh, you have such pretty hair. What's your credit card number? Basically. (laughs) Like, I've had multiple girls, multiple bots, I should say, just say hi. And, of course, my response, not taking it at least bit seriously, just go, hello? (laughs) As soon as I say that, they say, like, what time is it? Um, Time for you to text me on Snapchat. Here's my email address. Because, you know, instead of giving a fucking Snapchat username, you just give out their fucking email address. So, you know, they can spam you. Yeah. So, of course, every time I see the what time is it, I always go, so it's not Adventure Time? (laughs) I always messes that back because it's funny to me. I'm sorry. Hearing about that kind of BS, it's like them just looking for money. The first thing that pops in my head is just, <laughs> she keep my money when I see. <laughs> every time I, mean, I every it's... time I heard you say what time is it, I just want to go game time. <laughs> for for me, there is there are two answers to that. <laughs> one is yours, putty. Oh. Is Adventure Time. The oh. other one, showing my age, uh, is it's Morphin Time. Nice. That's a good one. Nice. That's a really good one. Yeah. I will definitely use that. But like, they're also asked, "Can I send you nudes?" And then give me the email address because you know that's that's how they get you. And, and, and everybody knows like, that's how nudes are sent nowadays. Oh, of course. You, you just don't send nudes through text messages like or Snapchat or anything. No, you send them through email addresses, yeah. you know. Yeah. That's so I'm just like, I don't know, can you? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't know, can you? And I wait for a response. 
So you're one, just one time having I, fun with this site. I can't. You can't take it seriously. Uh-huh. Like, da- and dating sites in general don't take them seriously. That you have a better. I feel like this is not statistically correct. I'm just pulling this out my butt. It's not, but I feel like I, I for certain have a better chance of getting struck by lightning <laughs> on a bright fucking blue day with no cloud in the sky. I have a better chance of being struck by lightning than finding a girl that'll actually go out with me on my yearbook. Yeah. We, now, Tinder, you know I show, can't... Studies show, you know where the, the best place is to meet people and, and date? Studies have showed it's the grocery store. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. that the, the, most, the, the best likely scenario... Of meeting somebody and, and striking up a conversation and eventually, you know, possibly dating is meeting someone in a grocery store. I can tell you that is pretty accurate because there are a lot of girls at the grocery store that I wish I had the balls to actually say something to. Putty, My I'm cousin having, does it all the time. Putty, I'm having this middle image going back to what you just said a minute ago about the likelihood of you going on a date or something on this, from this website and being struck by lightning is you have the more likelihood of getting struck by lightning. I'm just having this middle image of just Thor standing up in the clouds, like watching you like walk up to this girl and be like, hey, baby, what's up? And Thor's like, fuck this bitch and just throws down <laughs> Mjolnir at you. <laughs> But no, remember, no cloud in the sky. There's no clouds on this day. So Thor is just randomly popping his ass up from a mountaintop or something. Because there, there's no cloud in the sky. That's what I'm saying. That's the joke here. I don't know why I thought of that. That just shows where my mind goes sometimes because it's all kinds that, of fucked up in here. Be, it's just... I can, and I can't say that about Tinder because... At least with Tinder, I have had the fortunate to actually go on a date with somebody from Tinder. So, it's still BS. It's still stupid. Dating sites are still retarded. Pardon the French, because I know retarded's not an acceptable word anymore. But, it still is. They're not good. But I'm going to continue to be a hypocrite. And I'm going to continue to use these apps. Because fuck my life. And fuck going to actual bars and talking to real people. Fuck you. And he's really getting tired of spanking it. Shut up. <laughs> so I'd like to thank you all for listening. I have no um, comment. <coughs> really? You don't have a comment after that? I mean... Nope. I, I'm getting tired of spanking it. How do you not have a comment after that? <laughs> what What is so not comment worthy that... About me not being able to spank it anymore. Because about how I'm getting tired of. It. I mean, you don't want to hear. You don't want to hear about your friend not being able to spank it anymore. Because what you do in your personal time is all up to you, buddy. Dude, I'm perfectly fine doing it in my personal time, but I'd like to bring it into my normal time. Okay. Just because you don't want to know about it doesn't mean I shouldn't be able to tell it. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is That's your enough. part of your podcast, so you can do whatever That's the hell you enough. want. So That's who, fucking who, enough. Who am I to judge? I'm fucking done with this bit. Thank you all so much for listening. Appreciate <laughs> you so much. Oh, this was a great episode. Been a great couple of episodes back doing this. I cannot wait to see what the poll results are. Actually, I can, because <laughs> both just sound awful. I'm going to be very patient waiting on those results. 
make sure to keep in touch on our faith on the KJX3 Facebook page. September 28th is whenever we'll tentatively, tentatively, easy for me to say, uh, schedule this. And remember, our sidekick next week is Jedi. Cannot wait for him to be on. Love that guy. Love Jedi. Oh, yes. I'm a nice dude. Big fan Question. of the Jedi. Question, is mm-hmm. the Force with him? Very much. The Force is always with the Jedi. Yes. He's more one so, than anyone. He is. Yes. So, again, thank you all for listening. If you're watching on YouTube on Monday, thank you all for watching. Nothing much really here to watch. You're just listening. But anyways, J-Bomb. Yes. How do we normally end these bad boys? Uh, I think it goes something like telling everybody to stay metal.